we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravoed podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew. How, How you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you and me a soda. Um, how are you? You're COVID-free. I'm back in action. We're Only five days in of incubation, and then you were Yeah, and bird. I tested negative right after that. Like, yeah. that was, it truly was a blip. In the world, I'm so thankful and lucky that I was asymptomatic. Yeah. And that I did not have worse symptoms than I did, which were none. <laughs> so glad to be beautifully said. Glad to be vaxxed, bitch. Um how are yeah, you? I'm I'm good. I'm doing well. Uh the weather's been kind of crazy here. I know we love to give a weather report. Uh, uh I don't like it. it. Well, it was spring and then it was winter again, and now it's spring again. So it's uh crazy. I just wanted to stay above 50, yes. which is a lot to ask as a California boy in New no, York City. No, but it's also not a lot to ask since it's April. Well, it's, actually, it's still March, but tomorrow it's April. Oh, it's 61 right now, though. Yeah, it's toasty. Uh, so we're enjoying it. We are enjoying it. Uh, you know what also we're enjoying? Our, uh, our the, shows. Our shows this week. They were all great. They all were, you know, firing off all cylinders. But before we get into shows that are on air right now, we want to talk about a couple shows that are coming that we got trailers for yeah bless we got two trailers this week yeah the first one is grand dom's family reunion which yeah i was so surprised because i was on you know bravo tv.com and then i see that they said the upcoming they said potomac was coming back april 17th i'm like no way there's no way like we haven't heard a thing and then of course i like clicked on the trailer and it's a spinoff uh, we're going to go with Grand Dame all the way to, I don't know where the farm is, but her family apparently owns this farm has for generations and there's going to be some drama about, um, succession. Yeah. The, the trailer literally is edited like the succession theme song, which I thought was brilliant. And I'm excited. I love Raven. I love her daughter. I'm very excited to see her have more of a starring role. Aunt Val looks scary. Yes. Terrifying, which it's, I'm all about. And I, you know, I love Karen Huger. I think she is one of the most iconic housewives we have out there. And I agree. I'm excited to see her story and see that play out on this special. I'm, we'll be watching. We'll be talking. Oh, 100%. And then, oh, bless. We got such a good trailer for... Real Houses of Atlanta. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for the new season. It comes out May 11th? No, May 1st. May, May 11th 1st is... The rumored Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's Beverly Hills rumor. But May 1st officially is when Atlanta comes out. We have a new housewife, Sonia Richards-Ross. Is that her name? Sonia Richards-Ross, four-time Olympic gold medalist. I'm sorry, but that's a huge get. Yes. A four-time Olympic gold medalist. like that. Bravo, well done. That's a great get. And she looks um, like she's going to bring some drama. Oh, she doesn't 100%. look like she's sitting behind and just... She's not just running laps. She's running laps around these ladies. I don't know. I was a joke I was trying to make. And no, I appreciate that. Uh, I was a track and field star back in my day. Oh my God. Humble brag. I swear to God. Literally Eddie humble brag Estrada. That's your new, your I new name. I didn't notice I do it until I got called out at my improv class. And <laughs> someone was like, you just humble brag all the time. And I was like, no, I don't. But you're so nice that like, it's fine. Like it's not, you know. It but I've lived, I've lived a life. You've lived a, a spicy life, in, indeed. <laughs> spicy. Yeah, it's spicy for sure. Uh, and then she by Sheree. She's returning. Um, my girl Sheree. I, this makes me so happy because I've always been such a Sheree stan. And to see her back on my television screen just brings so much joy. She's bringing, she's doing her like looking at the phone with crazy faces. I think we she's are, and fights. we're actually going to see some clothes. We're actually going to see like the She by Sheree line come out. We're going to see some fashions. It's spring, summer, and, fall, winter. I mean, I know you and I have both been begging Bravo to give Marlo a peach and, and they finally did. I wonder what made her, what, what turned her. So I know that she, I think this is like what was going on was that she wasn't really ready to reveal a lot going on with her life. And, and then her, and and now her she nephews. has the nephews. And I think that's such a storyline that they're like, okay, she's a fan favorite. She's got a good storyline we can follow this year. She's open to it. And I'm sure by getting rid of some of the other cast members like Cynthia and Portia, yeah. some funds came into the bank of RHOA and they were able to, you know, Give pay her, her what she's due. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's probably exactly what happened. 
Uh, Kenya looks good. Kenya, she is the moment. I'm Always glad, will be. I'm glad that Candy is uh, returning as well. And Drew. I I w- and Drew. Um, the, the saga with her horrible husband continues. Uh, I'm sh- it sounds like he's doing some naughty things on I the phone. Don't, you know I don't like him. No, you know I, I don't, don't think anyone him. ever ever did. Uh, you I, know. I do want to say, do you think we're going to get a Phaedra appearance? Because we did see Apollo in that the trailer. That freaked me out. That, that I... Broke into a cold sweat. That freaked me out. Uh, I maybe again because well, she's on, on. She's Ultimate Girls she's Trip. Ultimate Girls two, Trip Part Two, which I need yesterday. You heard the drama. I, we're going to bring this up now, just because it's it's here and now. You heard that evidently Tamra Judge reveals on Ultimate Girls Trip Season Two that Denise Richards also tried to hook up with her. I heard, and that's what her and Brandy bond I over. I heard, and I also, I mean, um, the there, there was speculation that Dorinda and Vicky went at it as well like they had a blowout fight but apparently it's like really bad the fight's vicious mm. which um i'm very excited about yeah well <laughs> team those, dorinda but you know those are the two shows atlanta we're so excited for if you haven't yet go check out the trailer yeah it's looks so fun olg not olg uh <laughs> grand dom family reunion also great trailer check that out I have some more Bravo tea, though, for you that I wanted to reveal. And it's not confirmed, but it's speculated right now. This is a rumor. Lay it on me. So as you know, I was so upset about James flaunting around his new girl and just being so open. Rumor is that another Bravo Leb saw that and reached out to Raquel and actually flew her out to New York City to spend time with him. And that's Mima from Shaws of Sunset. Wait, what? Yeah. What? It's rumored that Nima is making a, a pass and a play at Raquel right now and flew her out and they spent a weekend together. I would love that. I think that's, I, he's a little bit of a player as we know, but if yes. he's serious, I think it, it's, I love it. That's a, I love that too. I really do. Cause evidently he's in New York, I think shooting a movie, like he's a producer or something. Oh, good for him. Um, And working on something out here. That would be fabulous. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. So also, um, you sent this to me, but I love that Lala and, um, and actually Kelsey Kel- sent it to us. Oh, she did. Okay. Kelsey credit where credit's due. Thank you, Kelsey. I love that, um, Raquel and Lala are collaborating on, on the Bambi eyed uh, bitch palette, <laughs> which is that's <laughs> fucking brilliant branding. Um, but I, I think Lala just, I think these are two women that have been wronged by, by the men, well, by, by the men in their life. Yeah, that's true. So I think they, they, I think they finally found some unity in that. And I love to see it. We'd love to see it. All right. Enough, enough Bravo, Bravo verse T. Should we get into our shows? Yeah. Do you want to start with Candy in the Game? Let's start with Candy in the Game. Man, do I love the show. Do I, I love the show. I mean, show. I can't say it enough. It's so good. Uh... Safari and Patrick are Messy? how you say annoying as hell. Uh, I <laughs> Patrick doesn't have a backbone. I, I he is such a little boy, and Safari is really unreasonable and really. Uh, it just it gives me the icks when anyone in a relationship is super territorial, doesn't want friends involved in things, like wants to keep people isolated, yeah. and it, uh, it just it, it gives me the ick. It also made me very upset that they revealed to Torin at the restaurant that he was basically fired from the interior job. I was like, That's at the front a of the restaurant, look. in front of Shandrika, like Torin, I, I, you know, I, Torin also kind of uh, bugs me a little me, bit. Yeah. But in that moment, I, I, I was felt really bad Torin. for him. I felt bad as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved meeting Andre Phillips BFF. Literally wrote, um, Andre is so hot. Literally yeah. in all caps. Literally, <laughs> I wrote, hot Andre Philip BFF. <laughs> um, can he like? become a regular because yeah. he's he should come so on so attractive show. yes also why are they not dating although i mean philip's boyfriend is also beautiful very hot but yes. fabulous and again i agree with philip i again he could lighten up and he could soften up but when he was talking to andre and saying they're more concerned about people's feelings than managing a business there yes of course you don't want to be a cruel and cold manager but at the same time like you're running a business you're trying yeah. to to create a product and sell it to people like you can't worry about people's feelings all the time, especially when they're not doing their jobs. And that's kind of what Todd was bringing up to Candy as well by saying, you know, if Philip had his way, he's like, I don't need these bad apples. I can just dump everyone, get the right people in here, and we can get this ship moving. Which 100%. is what he wants to do, which is why I think Philip is so frustrated with how the, you know, the, the OLG restaurant's being run right now because it's a lot about 
you know, this community, this family, you have a lot of history. We, we're not going to just fire someone just because they have one bad day or their attitude. Which, you know, again, a little bit here. of that is fine. It's fine, but it can't run the whole business. Absolutely not. You know, and I love that they had a, sort of a town hall. Without him as well, which I thought was smart. Very. Because I, I don't know how well it would have gone had he been there. I think they should have another one with him there, maybe. But I, first of all, I love the servers. Like, speaking up immediately and just giving it. Uh, you know, giving all the honesty up front because we don't get to, we haven't really seen a lot of them, but yeah. they're obviously the backbone of the restaurant and have like very valid concerns to voice. Um, I love Don Juan. He is so right about Torin because mm-hmm. yes, of course, Torin coming in and event planning like that's the, that piece of their business is yes, important, but Torin does come in acting like he is Candy and Todd. Exactly. Like he owns a restaurant, the which is not the case and when all. Torn was trying to be like, I'm up here and you're down here to Don Juan, Don Juan's like, mm, uh, hello, do you know who I am? I could like, fire you in a second. <laughs> I'm Candy's right hand and have been for years. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I also, I mean, Patrick, like, I agree that Chandrika, if she has problems, she's got to take him to Candy and Todd and be honest and not be so shady. But, ooh, to call her out in the meeting like that, being like, well, Chandrika says the food doesn't taste the same and yada, yada, yada. Like, ooh, that... I thought that was cold. And uh, that made the old geez lady. They're like, no, we have the best food in Atlanta. Don't come for the food. <laughs> no, it's like, oh God. I do agree that Brandon is useless. Yeah. I, I think that Philip is a good influence on him because when Philip's around, Brandon steps up and, and, and behaves. I think, I think Brandon can grow and learn, but I think he still has the training wheels on for sure. And doesn't, he doesn't own when he is messy. Also earlier in the episode, did you notice that uh, everyone was sitting at the bar? Everyone. Everyone. Chandrika, Torin, him, they were all sitting at the bar. So it also, what's the rule here? We don't know if they were on shift or not, or if they could have been on break. Like we need to figure no, out. No, I yeah. think I well, so when I used to work at the at a restaurant, like even when if you were off shift, you could not sit at the bar. It was just not. It was not uh, appropriate okay. to ever sit at the bar, whether you were on shift or not, because it's very quickly seen you, as it, yeah. yeah, it's very quickly seen as like just. Uh, you know, uncouth and God forbid you get drunk and make a mess. Like it's, it's just, that's a bad precedent. So just go next door or just go sit at a table and order food. Like, you know, be, be a patron. If you're going to be a patron. Yes. It was, it's just, I don't know. Let's, what are the rules here? What are the rules? So before we get into Brandon's birthday, which I really did like that moment. Um, I want to talk about, them videotaping Chandrika on the ring camera and getting her on the phone basically talking shit about Candy and Todd. Well, first of all, are they Is that legal? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm all all for that. Like, if I was Don Juan, I would have nest cams everywhere, and I would be... But I don't know how legal that is. As long as they know it's there, I think it is. So here's the thing. I... They are 100% legal and right to have cameras all over the property because they own the property and, like, they're allowed to have cameras that videotape everything that goes down. Security reasons, completely fine. The only the only thing about, like, recording and, like, using recordings in court of law, certain states have certain different rules. So that's what – as a journalism minor, you <laughs> learned that, like, certain, based on the state you're in, you have to have a two-party consent or single-party consent to record someone. So that's why when you're doing an interview or something with someone in California, you're like, just so you know, this is going to be recorded. Are you okay with that? Great. This is on the record mm-hmm. because if there's not two party consent and you use recording and something is said or done in that, it can't be held up in a court of law. Right. So, so I'm, I don't know what the I'm rules are for Atlanta. That they, they, I'm assuming they must know that the Nest camera's in there. I'm sure that they know that the camera's in there. They're also on a reality show. I'm sure that they have to understand that there's going to be cameras on them all the time yeah, now. They probably sign their life away when they sign that contract. Trust me, you sign your life away. They're like, yeah. everything in your life it can be pulled and put on the screen. So I wonder how, oh, I wonder how that's going to play out, though, when she watches the episode and goes, oh, no one ratted me out. I ratted myself out by being messy and talking about it with Brandon, who was at work. I hope that she, you know, has a bit more understanding that what she did is wrong and it doesn't kind of come back combat combative combative. I really can't talk today, <laughs> but I'm y'all. I'm tired, but I hope that she understands that what she did was wrong and she takes ownership for it and isn't like, well, they filmed me without, my consent, like I was having, trying to have a private conversation to say, I shouldn't have said that in the first place. It wasn't my Again, if situation. you have problems, like you had, you had the floor, you could have spoken up and said, 
in a constructive way, Candy and Todd, I have this, these are the problems I'm having. And she did say like in, when she was having the conversation with Candy and Todd, like everyone was talking everyone had their things that they wanted to say after. I mean, she wasn't on campus technically. So I mean, it's, it's tricky. It's, it's a gray area. Yeah. And Don Juan was like, I would fire her on the spot, but like, it's a different situation. Well, Cause they've been having, you know, multiple problems with her. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, what I do feel bad about with Chandrika is, She's getting a lot of heat from Safari. And like, it, yeah. it, it was very clear very quickly that the only reason why Safari has a problem with the housewarming, even though she doesn't live there, it's so bizarre, is because she doesn't want Chandrika around Patrick. It's like, this is not a good way to start a relationship, guys. Having all of this like jealousy drama. and drama and this lack of trust. Um, you know, I understand Patrick is a wuss. And so I, I, I'm, I understand why you might be worried that he might like just fall over and like do nothing, do nothing. But at the same time, it's not your home. This you're entering this group of friends. Like if I were you, I would be trying to like get to know everyone and, and make nice because and like at the end of the day, if Chandrika is being mean to you, I'd be like, Chandrika, I would love to meet you and sit down and talk. Like I know you have history with Patrick. Yeah, Grow up girl. Like just own up to it and be the bigger person. And then that's going to squash that bug. Yeah. It's just everyone is being messy. But um, moving to Brandon's birthday, uh, his mom's face when Dominique walked in was just like thrilled. Like, oh my God, my son bagged a wonderful lady. Like, I'm thrilled. Um, and I think they're really cute. I, I do think, though, that if they're going to be serious, they really need to. I think Dominique needs to quit. Or Brandon needs to quit. Like one, but he Dominique go- is so smart when she, when she said... I'm not bringing the relationship into the workplace because that will cause problems. Although they that did go into the closet to make out. I did love so, that. So I did not like, come on. I love a little closet. That up. is so gross. Especially at, especially at work. Like it's just no good. No oh, good. no good can come from that. Especially when there are cameras everywhere. No, there's no cameras in the closet. They knew that. Oh, okay. That's why they went in there. It's like a pantry summer house situation. You got to go where you can oh go. That's so stupid. But I think, you know, again, Dominique, I think is, going to have a lot more dancing opportunities coming up. So she'll probably have to leave. So that might make, that might create an opportunity for them to be together, like on the level. Yeah. So that they're not being shitty, not being, you know, weird. I mean, yeah. I hope. But also if he, if he can manage another, you know, candy and Todd, you know, establishment, then he maybe should do that. If he wants just to so move it, to blaze. Just so it's all above board because it's just not, it's not good manager and bartender. It's not going to work out well. Yeah. I, I, my, my wish is that, uh, Dominique, does get like some a dance job. roles or a big job and then she'll still be on the show as Brandon's boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Another great episode. Ugh, I, I love it. it. I really did. All right. Should we move to summer house? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, first I want to say Ugh. we had the morning after and getting a better look at Luciano. So much hotter than Austin. Of course, Lindsay was like, bye bitch. Hello, sir. He, was very very cute, but the, and I you know I understand why that may have upset Sierra and Paige more, but for me it just validated that like Lindsay is just having fun. She doesn't care. She doesn't care, and you know what I'm gonna put a pin in that because we'll get into that more in a little yeah. bit. But I just wanted just to say that real quick, and then it was weird how Sierra sounded just like Paige did a few weeks ago when Paige was talking about Craig. I'm just, I'm sorry. These Southern charm boys are trash. Yeah. And I, the blame really needs to be focused more on Austin. And I'm going to put a pin on that. Cause we're going to get into that in a second, but I moving to the Amanda and Kyle conversation about the prenup. I really understand Amanda's point of view. Mm-hmm. It's a little insane that this is coming up right now. This late in the game. Yeah. And the wedding is so soon. You guys have had all these problems. I think the conversation went way better than I thought it was going to because yeah. they didn't like have like a blowout fight about it. But I, again, I just, Amanda, I just, I don't think you should be getting married. The, here's the thing also. I feel like there's a lot we don't see on TV and I, they are put in these very stressful situations. Yeah. It is a television show. Yeah. 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 You know, and like, at the end of the day, I think they do really love each other, and we'll talk about that. I'm gonna put a pin. I'm gonna be you. I'm gonna put a pin in that until later because I thought what Kyle said at the dinner table was very. Oh my god, sweet. so sweet. But but yeah, I mean, I, I know everyone's rooting against them right now because of all the drama. But I think in the next couple episodes, we're really gonna see them 
come together. And I think we're going to see what made this wedding happen, which is going to be the season finale. We know this already. I'm I'm very interested to see how this how this all turns around for them. I agree. Um, let's talk about Maya's date. Good for her. Honestly, yeah. good for her for like, you know, pushing through her anxieties and her insecurities and going on the date. And it seemed like it went really well. I have to say, I, this, the guy, I was completely, I know she wasn't agreeing, but I was completely agreeing with everything he was saying. I was like, love myself some waffle fries. I do think those are the best fries. Like, and when, yeah, when he said that stuff about the, um, white condiments. Yeah. I immediately thought of you. That's me. I cannot do it. I don't know what it is. No. If you, if we put a little like sriracha or something in it, like you can get down with it. But no, if it's just like a sour cream, you're like, get the shit away from me. I'm like, nope, no white condiments that I literally was like, this is me. Yep. This is you. Uh, okay. Again, the red flags about Craig continue to pop up. And I think that our generation has suffered, even though I love sex in the city, I think that we have suffered from shows like that, where we watch a woman with a guy like Mr. Big, who is constantly like giving them like crumbs and then going, Oh, I don't want you to expect anything. Like, I don't want you to like, I, if I moved to Paris, like, and you moved over there, I don't want you to expect like, you better move to Paris for yourself. Like, I don't want you to move there and expect anything from me. It literally reminded me just of that between Big and Carrie. This is exactly what's happening here. It's like, Oh yeah, come to Delaware and meet my parents. Oh, but don't expect anything. Like, like you're just a friend. Like, I'm sorry. If a guy said that to me, I'd be like, Oh, then we're not dating. Like, yeah. no, until you want to be with me or not, like, shit or get off the pot. Like, ah, yeah. we're not going to play this game. But no, Paige is just like, oh, my God, like, this is so great. Like, I just can't wait. It's going to be so fun. It's just like, Paige, you're better than this. You're better than this. So on the flip side of that. Oh, God. <laughs> I just want to say that I never watched Sex in the City until this last year. So, right. you know, I know my worth. LOL, JK, that's a big fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was traumatized by things like Vanderpump Rules. Oh, <laughs> that was God. my watching Stassi and Jackson be like, this is true love. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is even worse. Yep. But I think at the end of the day, I think she really sees a future with Craig. And I think she thinks even she's, you know, she, she's got some spunk to her. I think she's, she's thinking in her head, if I go on this trip, I'm going to, wow the parents. I'm going to wow the family. It's going to bring him and make him realize, you know what? Paige is the right girl for you me. You shouldn't have to make anyone realize anything if you're dating the right person. Okay. You really should not have to work that hard. If a guy... Men, I hate to say it, are idiots. And if they want something to happen, they They'll will make, it, make happen. it happen. Yeah. And again, we've watched too many TV shows where we, again... We just think like, oh, no, it's supposed to be really fucking difficult. And it's like pulling teeth. That's what real love is. No, no. It's supposed to be a lot easier than that. Well, let's talk about what does love mean to you, the conversation that they have at dinner. While they're all preparing for the hurricane on the outside and on the inside, as um, they mentioned. I got to say, and I I, I, I think you're going to agree with me finally, Andrea's amazing. He's amazing. I'm sorry. He cooked an amazing meal for everyone. Watching him be so lovesick, not only about Lexi and Paige, but also about his like family, how much he like yeah. loves and misses them. I, I, how are you, Paige? How are you sitting there, literally next to Craig and Andrea? How do you not fall for Andrea, a beautiful crying Italian man with a heart like that? Like between the two of them, I just, uh, I don't know. I was, I was turned to full team Andrea this episode. God bless. Because it hurt him so much. They had to take him out during the fight. Cause he was crying to himself at the table. And I was like, Oh my gosh, he might be drunk of course, but also he's got some feelings like real feelings there. Well, I think he thinks that like, God, I blew it. Like I, I may, I took a chance thinking Paige was going to be as go as ready as I was to maybe start something. And then to see her, blow me off for Craig. And then I threw Lexi, I threw that relationship away. Yeah. And now there's no turning back. Cause like, I don't blame Lexi for being like, no, I'm not someone's second choice. Exactly. So he, I think, yeah. And between that and all the vino, I think he was just like, Oh, well, like, well, this is my moment. But thank God he though, that he, <laughs> he left the, the party because, well, before we get to the, the fight, I do want to also say like, like I said, when Kyle, uh, was asked what love means to him. And he said, you know, it's someone that makes you better. It's someone that makes you want to, you know, change what you're doing and become the best version of yourself and create, you know, the life that you've always dreamed of. Mm -hmm. 
and Amanda got teary-eyed. I think that's where their relationship lies. And as we know, Kyle was so much worse than he is now. Really, truly. Yeah. And this girl has made him want to step up and be a better person. Yeah. Even when they were just starting to date and he was still being a total F boy Mm -hmm. and was going around and doing other stuff, he would feel so guilty and upset that he was upsetting Amanda because he cared so much about her that he didn't want, you know, her to go away. And that was slowly but surely turning him into a better person. It might take a couple years. He's a late bloomer. You know, he's still got that little Peter Pan syndrome. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he truly wants to be better. And I feel like Amanda is that person that is going to do that for him. And he knows that and doesn't want to lose that. I agree. It was a really sweet moment, especially since they've been through a lot lately. It was like... It was a reminder of, like, there is a glimmer there of why they're together. Oh, dear. Oh, the end of the episode. Uh, okay, so here is my take on the Lindsay Sierra awesome thing. Like, I do understand that Lindsay probably could care a little more mm-hmm. about Sierra and and could have at some point been like hey Austin like if you don't like this girl that's totally fine but you gotta be real and not be such a fuck boy a little bit more of that from Lindsay would have been nice however the thing that happened between Ciara and Austin in Vermont was a blip it was a little quick lovers getaway that was what a week long it was like a it was very it was like literally oh, two weeks they were like yeah they were there for like yeah very right little and Lindsay to her credit like came in hot with Austin at the beginning but then took a huge step back and let the Sierra and Austin thing completely play was out. like it's fine Austin and Lindsay have been friends for a very long time part of their relationship is that they just let each other be each other they let each other be themselves Mm -hmm. for better for worse and there is an argument there of being like well maybe encourage each other to be better sometimes but I get Lindsay not wanting to have to deal with any of that Austin is coming for her birthday and if Austin's telling her Sierra and I are like not a thing we're just casual and we're just messing around I go okay fine like I, this is my birthday. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do with whomever I want to do it with. And should she probably have talked to Sierra at the beginning of the weekend or should, should Sierra have come to Lindsay like before any of it and not sat there kind of quietly? Yeah. Probably. A hundred percent. Expecting Lindsay, who's not really your friend to kind of read your mind and. and is not going to. It's not. Yeah, it's never going to happen. It's unrealistic, but. Ooh. And again, I'm glad that mo- most people, including Craig, are trying to make everyone see that Austin's the biggest villain here and he's the culprit of all of this drama. Sierra was locked and loaded to come yeah. for Lindsay. And like, I, know- I have to say she wrote like, I wish she hadn't done it at the table. I wish she would have taken Lindsay outside after all that, because up until that, that was a really sweet it was a really moment that nice everyone was sharing dinner. in and Sierra ruined it. Well, I, I, first I want to say I am proud of Sierra though for standing up for herself. I will agree with you there. I I'm, totally, I think she's finally found her voice in this group. And I think that's, that's something to be admired. I agree. At the same time, I do think her, like you said, her anger is misdirected because she still is making excuses for Austin, which is what's going to happen because she still has feelings for him. Uh Even though he's a piece of trash, there's always going to be something there because something happened between them and there, there was a spark saying that Lindsay is 100% right with being like, I shouldn't have to care about every single person's feelings when I'm living my own life. And, and also, also, let's not forget, like, Sierra was also coming for Lindsay for going around the house telling people that they made out. Austin was the one was going the one. around the party and telling everybody, he's the one that told you. So you wouldn't even have known about it unless he, again, he's the one you should be mad at. I also want to say, I don't think Danielle should have gotten her fingers in this fight because yeah she's being a good friend and defending Lindsay but Lindsay was so like checked out I think that was gonna that's how it needed to be Lindsay just being like whatever I don't care but then Danielle getting so I forget what the the phrase that Ciara said about Lindsay I think it was something about like weaponizing or something crazy like that and Danielle's like under breath she's like that's the word that can't I'm like I'm not letting that slide and then she gets up and her and Ciara are Ciara goes up first oh yeah Ciara did come up first but then Danielle met her which I was like come on they should have just sat there and been like girl you're embarrassing yourself like sit down but no Danielle has to get her fingers in the fight and then drinks get thrown Ciara throws the drink first oh yeah Ciara throws the drink first and slams like Lisa Rinna style slams the glass down and then Danielle starts to just throw shit too (laughs) starts chucking glasses and stuff at Ciara 
I have to say, I think Danielle would beat the shit out of Ciara. Oh, 100%. I, I, yeah, she's got at least, like, a couple more pounds of, like, muscle on her. And I feel like Danielle would have just ripped her to shreds. No, me and my Latin sisters. But, Don't like, come to us. but, oh, my God. Again, like, it's so frustrating that a fight amongst these three women are, are happening because of a stupid guy. It's Austin. It's Austin is the problem. Like, I hope this is a lesson for all of you at, in the Summer House to stop messing with these idiots from North Carolina or South Carolina. Like, stop. Not worth it. You know, again, uh, ugh, I, I'm still not a big fan of Craig either, but like at least Craig was saying they're being like, I'm mad at Austin. Like, I'm not like, I'm not really mad at you, Lindsay. I'm not really, like, I, I think this is all misdirected here. So I was yeah. at least happy that he said that, but oh God, I'm really, I'm nervous for the fallout next week. I mean, it's going to be, we haven't had a fight like this. I feel like in the summer house yet, it is so physical. Mm-hmm. It is so vicious. It is housewife style fight. Yeah. And this to be continued is probably one of the first few to be continued in a while that I've seen that I'm like, this is a real cliffhanger. Like yeah. th- I need to see next week right now. Yeah. And kudos to summer houses. Kudos to these kids for bringing it. But holy shamoli. Wild, wild, really wild. Um, great episode, great, great episode, <laughs> truly. And you know, little uh, Andrea was missing it all, crying, crying outside. But got to give it to him. Oh my god, he's so cute. I love him so much. Okay, so uh, New Jersey or Orange County? What do you want to do? Let's do Jersey first, and then OC. Uh, yeah, I love when everyone's screaming at each other, and then Tracy goes, "Well, obviously this is going well. <laughs> I really like her." I think I could see her moving up to full-time next year. I think that Tracy's really holding her own. She's coming. I think she's coming more into her skin. And I think, I think Tiki asking those questions of Louise when they were at the dinner and then Teresa coming after her for it kind of roped her into the fight a little bit more and like set that flame under her feet and said, if you don't step up, it's going to go. It was, let's never forget when Catherine was addressed about the OJ thing on <gasps> Beverly Hills. And, and just, she crumbled. And she crumbled under the pressure. At least Tracy stood up and she was like, I wasn't the nanny, just so that you know. Well, and she was also like, um, again, like, n- we're not bringing it up. It's being brought to our attention. It's all over social exactly. media. W- it would be psychotic for us to not acknowledge it and just ask questions. And it's not us saying this. It's the ex-wives and lovers of the person that you're with. Like, yeah. It's, but you know, and I have to say like all the screaming and everything and all the shouting, like from some people are up here in the treehouse and some people are down here yeah. over there. I actually was like, this is great. Like honestly getting all of this shit out is so good. And you can tell that like there are still wounds from last year, even the year before okay. that we have not gotten over. Okay. Let me ask you. If someone is telling you an analogy, do you need to preface by saying this is an analogy? No, I'm sorry. You don't. Like, it's like, no. It killed me. Marge was like, are you kidding me right now, Teresa? You don't go, this is an analogy. You just say the analogy. Well, People and God know. bless Teresa, but I don't think Teresa knew what the word analogy meant until about a year ago. Uh, no, she didn't. God and bless so she her. was like, this is all truth. You're saying these things. It was wild. But I loved Jackie being like, we're not bringing this up. Like, let's, this, we don't and need to bring up old I wounds. did love Teresa, like, going Apeshit going, well, this is my workout line. <laughs> Take I'm it. at it. And just leaving. I'm leaving. I'm Here's just my, my shit and then I'm leaving. Like, ooh, like, oh, it was, it was really great. Um, but I, I did, I was happy that Marge called out Teresa for sending Jen to be her kind of little. And Jen fully owned it and was like, yeah, like, let's just be honest, Teresa. I wouldn't like, have asked those people if not, Yeah, it's not a big deal anymore, but, you, you know, you're the one that asked and we wanted to figure it out. Like, let's just have it all out there because we want to be good. And, you know, I'm glad that Melissa and Jen made up last week and that they're, that that's still held. I was a little nervous, you know, when Tracy yeah. showed up. I'm like, I wonder if this is going to, you know, be consistent. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great. I, um, I really... I don't think we all, I think we were all aware, but not fully aware of how bad Jackie's eating disorder is. Yeah. Uh, Hearing her with the the psychotherapist, uh, ooh, it's really tough. So I, I want to say watching this broke my heart, but it also, I think, was needed and it's very enlightening that these things, it's not something that just goes away. You're not ever cured. You're always thinking about what you're eating. You're always, 
you know, saying like, oh, I, I ate this. So now I definitely have to eat this for my next meal. Or like, you know, I did a lot today. So maybe like tomorrow I'm going to just, you know, do a little bit less or like I just need to make sure I'm eating more veggies or all this stuff. Um, but knowing that she's, which I think is, it's not healthy, but I think it's, it's definitely not as bad as her counting every single calorie she's eating, marking days off on the calendar, calling restaurants ahead of time to see what, what the menu is. Yeah. What well, the menu is like. Be steamed. Exactly. I mean, not eating ice cream for 20 years. Yeah. But taking her kids to it and the, them noticing it's, I, I think I was thinking one thing and she was somewhere at one point in her journey and her her battle with this, but she's so much further back than I thought she was. Yeah, it's really and sad. it's it's so hard to see, but it's also so inspiring to see as well because she is actively taking the steps, and it's not going to be easy. And I know people are probably watching it and being like, "Well, why doesn't she just go and get the ice cream with the topping and not think about it?" Because that's not how it works. Like your brain doesn't just be like, Oh yeah, I could do that. You're like constantly being like, okay, well I, for the next three days you're like, I had that ice cream and I put all those toppings on it and I'm still feeling guilty about it. And it's so hardwired in your brain about like what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat and how much of it you should have. And then, Oh, is that affecting me? And like stepping on the scale, like it's, it's not easy. And I, I'm, I really commend her for, for trying. And I know when she did go have that ice cream, I know that that was hard. I, I then I hope that she continues to make these small steps and you know I, I loved the joke and she's like when I when I get better I I want you to throw out all the measuring cups and he goes oh there's like a hundred and that's like wild to me that yeah she measures and he out every I gotta thing. say Evan is really I'm an amazing he's an amazing system. yeah they the two I think they have a really great marriage and I think they've worked really hard and I think he's been a great support system for her um you know it, it's just she's very lucky to have him and her kids. Cause I think that they're going to be the ones that get her through this for sure. Oh, totally. And oh, <laughs> my next note is quote, bitch, I'll get half, which is referring to um, when Jen and Bill go to dinner and Jen Bravo. Like mm-hmm. I'm really proud of her, a little liquid courage. And she was able to really articulate to him like, yeah, it was 10 years ago, but we haven't dealt with it. And we're going to deal with it right now. Like I'm so mad at you. I, I really have a lot of anger and resentment and like you need to step up and do the work or like marriage because yeah. marriage is work or like we will talk about divorce. Yeah. I, you know, I think Jen, I would just want to say this. I saw someone, I think it was like Bravo historian or something post on their thing. And there was a photo of Jen and Jackie and they said, these women are bringing it all and sharing everything. And they're really stepping up to the plate and we got to commend them for it because I think Jen is finally coming into her own and saying, you know what? I am worthy. I am valid. My, what I, what happens to me matters and I'm not going to let Bill's own insecurities and his shit with, you know, the, the cheating and the scandal and all that overshadow my feelings because my feelings are valid as well. And I need to say what I need to say. I need to do what I need to do to make myself heal and be, be better. And if that at the end of the day doesn't fly with Bill, bitch I'm gonna get half yeah and I and I can I can I commend her because like I'm I don't think I could ever be with someone as emotionally obtuse as Bill he no especially after they cheated on me well and after he said after she says all this stuff he just sits there kind of just like dead just like no like no emotion on his face I don't I couldn't I couldn't do that so I know I know I know there's a lot at stake for her because she has whole family and she's part of an entire culture that deems divorce as like a moral failing and a yeah. huge like no no, so God bless her. I, I know she can be you know cuckoo could choose sometimes, but I really do like Jen a lot. Um, I gotta say, I love Gia. Don't get me wrong, but she either needs to get in or get out. Like she either needs to be fully in the show and have an opinion, or she needs to get out. Yeah, I don't. I didn't this like her. Like, I, I, like, look, they support you on everything. It's like you're okay. So are you, are you getting involved? Are we going to ha- are you a housewife now? Like, are you going to get involved? Cause if you are like, get ready, like buckle up lady. Yeah. Cause like getting involved when you don't know the story and I'm sorry, but like, I know that she's your mother and I know there's this like, again, Italian loyalty that is a theme in the show. But I, if my mother behaved the way that your mother behaved Gia, I don't know if I would be like fully defending her all the time. I don't think I would. You know, I don't know. It's a little, of course, my mother would never go on a reality show, but (laughs) because she knows better and she's not a psycho. But I'm just like, the things that Teresa has said to Marge 
and like all the crap that happened the other day, which you weren't there. You weren't there at the retreat. Yeah, where you have no all idea. this crap happened. It's like, yeah, you're, they're not going to wear your mom's crappy like athletic wear. At the end of the day, yeah, it, do, it doesn't matter. Like, it, and that's the thing is with these with these uh, housewife children that really bugs Chousewives. me. This chousewives is that what you're going to call them? I hate that chousewives. Actually, I kind of love it. Okay, I'm 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 leaning into chousewives, but these chousewives. <laughs> <laughs> they they're half in half out which i get but i think once you're over a certain age i'm gonna say 18 19 20 21 like i think 2021 is where brooks is it's where gia is uh if you're doing confessionals you need to be fully in and out and i just want to say what was i forgot vicky's daughter's name all of a sudden I brianna just, brianna Brianna is the perfect example of how you be on the show and you be on the show. Yeah. She put everything out there just as much as the ladies. She was fully involved. She was against her mother. Sometimes she was with her mother. Sometimes 100%. She never, and when Vicky was wrong, she let Vicky know. She it. let Vicky know. And she was the one also stepping up to the plate at reunions and calling out Brooks and like doing that whole situation. Be like, no, no, no. What you're saying is a lie. You've done the X, Y, and Z to me. You are a trash person. And I'm going to tell you why. And now Brianna has stepped away and she doesn't want to be on the show anymore. And once she made that call because of her kids and her husband, she's, she was good. She barely got involved. She had said a thing here and there and she was fine. But that's how a housewife should be. It shouldn't be this Gia Brooks thing. And Brooks is so much more worse than I, I think I Gia agree. is. But you have to either be fully in or fully out. You Getting gotta, it out. You got to come to all the events. You have to understand what's happening. You have to be fully informed before you kind of just like make a comment here and there for a fun little moment on the show. Yeah. Not good. Um, with that said, I did love the charity baseball I thought match. it was so fun. Um, I cackled when Jen... Just ate <laughs> shit like, and just like the, the kind where your your arms are folded into your body and you just like literally just nose dive. Like, thank God she had that helmet on. I mean, oh my she, God, she knew she knew. Like, I oh my, she would have destroyed that ugly nose of hers, the nose and the chin and all of it. Oh my God, I just it was amazing, and I love I did love when Teresa was like, did they just scored touchdown. <laughs> um. But again, Teresa has to learn to let things go. Making comments about Marge is just, it just makes you look bad. Yeah. And it gives the other women more ammunition to come after you. To come you. after you. 100%. Like, enough. Enough. Yeah. Teresa, I mean, at the end of the day, this love bubble is kind of damaging all the rest of the relationships in her life. And if Louis is the one, I mean, they are getting married. You heard that Melissa's not a, a, not a bridesmaid. I mean, I don't, think Melissa, I don't think Melissa cares, but that doesn't make any sense, but yeah, whatever, but whatever. But I think Teresa needs to, I mean, if he's the one, he's the one, but honey, uh, I don't know. The thing is, is like, if everyone else is saying red flag, red flag, and you're just going gung ho straight into the fire, you burn your own, you burn, you burn, you burn your own face off. So you know how they say. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> burn your own face off. What is wrong with you? I, just, I try to make these these sayings i don't i don't know where they come from but i'm trying to express myself in a way. you know what you're getting it out there that's what's important you understand what I'm i know 100 percent. bring you bring your face off with this yeah um okay let's <laughs> let's wrap this up let's go to oc shall we perfect um the house is amazing like that the beautiful house oh my goodness and so smart to do the oxygen tank and the ivs the second you get there to adjust the altitude because like so it's many needed so many of my friends who've gone to aspen get immediately get altitude sickness the second they get there. i've never been to aspen but if anyone wants to invite me i would love to go and bowl in the mines <laughs> oh my the god bowling alley in the mines was the coolest thing in that the entire yeah world. that house is ridiculous okay but Noella going into every room and being like, well, my dad died. So, okay. If you, I like my thing, I hate to say this and I know everyone grieves differently, but like if my dad died, I wouldn't be like bringing it up as a way to get like a bed casually like that. It seemed like she had no emotional tie to it and she was no. using it as like an excuse. And she made a claim to every room, like every room. Like she wanted every single room. Like it's just oh, I, I was like Heather. I was like I, this bitch. I can't handle it. Yeah. I just want you know. She's so she was annoying. like I don't want to fight, and she's like fine. I'll just take whatever. And I loved when she was like, well, Noella should have gotten the dungeon because we know she loves dungeons, and she's <laughs> like, and does Noella sex dungeon? Yeah, it was it was gross. Um, I cannot believe that we're just now finding out that, that Jen, Jen was engaged seven times. I literally 
shocked. And also, I don't know how many times Noella was engaged, but I hate that she was like, glad, glad no one asked me that. I hope Andy brings it up on the reunion and goes, hey, Noella, you brought up this comment. How many times were it you It reeks of Danielle Staub vibes. It does. And I don't think Noella, I think Noella, maybe it's like two or three. I don't think it's seven. But having, like, who are you? Ariana Grande, seven rings, bitch. Like, calm down. Like, <laughs> it blows my mind that she was in, like, I guess, 14 years worth of relationships. She's like, every two years, like, is engaged. And then you settle on Ryan? Like, I just... Uh, I don't know. I don't think I would even get engaged if I, like, wasn't sure. I'd be like, no, thank you. No, yeah. I, I wouldn't mean, take you the can ring. barely... Like, people... I can barely go out on a date. Like, yeah. much less... Oh, God. Getting engaged that many times makes... Ooh, that, that freaks me out. It stresses... It stresses me out and makes me sick to my stomach. Um, So... I'm a little, I'm a little torn. I gotta say about Shannon because on okay. one hand, Let's I get that she's it. super overwhelmed with you know her life. Uh, when has she never? When has she not been? To be honest, and I do think that she genuinely wants to be a good friend. And I'm glad that she called Emily out because I do think Emily, sure, you know, sh- yeah, shit stirs. I love when Emily was like, if there wasn't so much shit, I wouldn't have anything to stir, which is true. Which is true. Uh, so I'm glad that she called her out because I do think that that is true. On the other hand, I don't know why she's so hell-bent on defending Noella or playing neutral in this situation here. Yeah, okay. I there's a couple there's a couple things. I think that Shannon feels like she has to be the bridge. I think she's like I'm the only honestly OG remaining cast member here. Yeah, Heather's come back. But at the end of the day, I am, I'm the OG. I'm truly am Housewives of Orange County. And I think she's had such a history on this show of being so one-sided, you know, Trace Amigas or the other way, you know, if she's either one way or the other and she's very, you know, she's been blown off and abandoned a lot. Yes. Yeah. By the friends. So I see her. Being like, Heather, we have history and I love you and I think we're friends. But I also, you know, don't want to be so one-sided and be burned. And I also don't want to come off as being vicious and going against everyone. I feel like she's trying to remedy her image by being, like she said, the neutral party and the one who's kind of trying to cure all sides and be supportive of everyone. Right. I, and it, you it, know, but in this instance, it's just... It's crazy what Noelle is saying about Heather, saying yeah. that she shoved someone against and pinned them against the wall when 100%. we know that didn't happen. We literally saw what Heather did. She literally just put her hand up and moved the camera to one side and then went upstairs. That's what we know. And then Noella to ch- lie and change her story, saying, well, I didn't see it happen, but I, I, what I was told, it's like... No, so you are a liar. You yeah. are a, a thousand percent a freaking liar. And I think Shannon does have to decide who she wants to be friends no, with. And I, I get that. And I think we're going to see this play out in the next episode because it looks like she's still trying to be a mediator between all parties. But I also get where Shannon is coming from, where she's not 100% trusting of Heather because Heather also is trying to attack Shannon's character by being like, well, you should have called me and known about my podcast. I did the- think that was a little petty. And I was like... Really, Heather? Like, just calling to say hello, I think, is so much nicer than her being like, how was your podcast? Like, yeah, if you went and did a podcast or did a show, I would be like, okay, yeah, probably did a great job. And I might bring it up when you came back and be like, okay, cool. I agree. I think that Heather wouldn't have been so gassed up and said anything about it if Heather had it or if if Emily hadn't been like, well, Shannon was only calling because she wanted it was a competition and she wanted to see if you guys were having more fun than us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that Heather wouldn't have been so bothered if Emily hadn't thrown gasoline on that fire. Totally, totally, totally. But God, there's the, the, the car ride home was just insane. People just screaming I, at each other. It was very classic to me. I read some I read somewhere online that said uh, sprinter vans are the new dinner parties from hell. Like you cannot have any of these housewives in a sprinter van. No. Nope. I was cracking up laughing when Gina was trying to confront Emily in the van and Emily's like, I just need to leave. I need to get out of here. And just jumps over. I, it's so good. But I, oh, I loved it at the end when, when Noella, of course, cause she's trying to, you know, she's a psychopath and trying to behave like, Oh, I've done nothing wrong. Like I'm totally open and want to be friends. And like Heather, like if you want to have a conversation, like let me know. And Heather was like, not right now. And then she goes, turn, she goes, you know what? 
fuck it. Let's have yeah, it right now. And I was conversation. like, yes, yes, yes. Good for and Heather. That was a pretty good to be continued as well. It's it like, was. Let me take a sip and let's have a seat and then to be continued. See, and that's why I like Heather is because I think Heather picks and chooses. Well, sometimes picks and chooses her battles really, really well. I mean, this battle with Shannon, I think, is stupid beyond belief. But I think Heather needs to get over her own haughty tottiness. But that's neither here nor there. But I am glad that she is now sticking up to Noelle and being so firm in her stance of saying, you know what? You are a liar. You are coming at all of us. You're coming in really hot on the show. And you don't know anything. You don't know our history. You don't know me and Shannon's history. You don't know my history with any of these other ladies. I barely know you. And now you're trying to defame mine and my husband's character on national television. Sit down and shut the hell up. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I got rid of, you know, I got rid of Kelly Dodd. I can get rid of you. You know Uh, what I mean? It's like, we're not, we're not doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God bless. And I'm glad we have more time in Aspen. I think we're going to, what, at least the next episode or two. Will be I feel Aspen. like we're going to have two more episodes in Aspen. Good. Let's, like, yeah, let's get our money's worth, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. The, the rift between Shannon and Emily is going to grow. Oh, 100%. And it looks like Gina's going to come after Shannon as well. Yeah, that, that, that wound is not healed at all. No. <laughs> it's still fresh. Still so, very fresh. But, um, yeah, that was, it was fabulous this week. Yeah, really, really, really good thrilled. episodes all around. I am very happy with Bravo right now. I'm very excited, like I said, for the new Potomac special and for Atlanta coming. And I'm, I'm assuming in the next week or two, y'all, we're going to get a trailer for Beverly Hills. I mean, uh, if, if May 1st is when Atlanta's coming and we just got that, I feel like Bravo's going to give it like a week. Yeah. Maybe a week and a half to let Atlanta have its moment. And then it's going to bring in Beverly Hills. And yeah. then I think it's going to probably be another week or two. And then we might probably get an Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2 trailer. Because oh I think God. that's coming up quick as well. I think it, that's going to be, I think, Is that summer. another Peacock show, though? Uh, I I'm think not so, right? I think it's going to be Peacock, but I think they're going to probably do what they've been doing where... Peacock first, Bravo second. Yeah, because they're going to sh- start showing Miami on Bravo. Great. Which we never finished. No. We started But that. now that it's on Bravo, maybe we will. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been busy. We've got we've been doing a lot. And it's too many streaming services. Gosh. It's just like <laughs> we, uh, we 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 both did a, a check on the on the streaming service subscriptions we both had and yeah, said, Okay, we, it's time we, to time to deactivate time a to few say of goodbye. these. <laughs> Well, we mentioned it all, sir. Um, y'all, if uh, you're listening, you're probably already subscribed. But if you're not, make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And again, y'all, our Instagram is back in action. So whether you think you are following us or not, just double check. It'll take you 60 seconds. But make sure you're following us on Instagram at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And uh, we'll see you next time. Can I just say one more thing? Oh, Sure. I, this is a personal plug. Oh yeah! You know I love I know I love a good plug. Okay, great. I actually have a new podcast <gasps> coming. Oh out yeah! Soon. Tell the tell the friends. Tell everybody. So, if you guys, I mean, reality TV has always been something that's been very close to my heart. And back in the day, there was a reality show called The Glee Project. I don't know if you know. It was on Oxygen, and it was discussing or it wasn't discussing. It was a competition show for people to get onto the television show Glee by Ryan Murphy on Fox. So my friend and I, Megan Patzel, friend of the pod, are going to be launching Gleep, uh, a recap podcast that's very silly, a little bit different from this kind of stuff here that Matthew and I do. But that will be on streaming services, too, and we'll let you know how to follow that when it comes out. And we will be launching April 22nd. Very exciting. So very new, very exciting. So I just wanted to put my own little personal plug in there. No, yes, you should. And if y'all, if you're on TikTok, check out their account because they're already blowing up a little bit. Gleep fan on TikTok is where you can find us. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week.